I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. As we approach the end of the year, I suspect that many people listening will be in the same position as me and be planning for 2023. And when you plan for the year ahead in marketing, that includes planning your marketing budget. In the episode today, I wanted to explore three items that I think must make their way into your 2023 marketing budget. These are the items that you shouldn't overlook. Please do not forget them. First on my list is Google Analytics 4. As a reminder, from the 1st of July 2023, Universal Analytics properties will no longer process data. So the migration to GA4 is going to happen. It's something that you're going to need to adapt to in 2023. That is, of course, unless you're a 360 Universal Analytics subscriber. In those instances, I think it's a one-time processing extension that you receive, which ends on July the 1st, 2024. So from a practical standpoint, Google has released an article on migrating to Google Analytics 4 and all of the steps required in that. And so naturally, that's going to be something that needs to take place now or in 2023 that maybe you haven't done yet that you need to run through. Maybe that's something you can do yourself. Perhaps you need to outsource that to an agency or a consultant. And if you do need to outsource that to an agency or consultant, you're going to need to consider that as part of your budgeting process. And it's not just the migration from uh, Universal Analytics to GA4 that is the consideration. It's how Google Analytics 4 integrates with your other products and services within your marketing suite as well. What's the knock-on impact, for example, on your reporting tools and processes, um, on your advertising solutions? Have you considered whether those things integrate? Have you planned for them to be integrated? And what is that cost going to be to you? One other overlooked aspect of migrating to GA4 is the learning, the training that's required. Again, this will vary depending on your team size, but you'll also need to consider including budget in 2023 for the training that's required for Google Analytics 4. Next up is Core Web Vitals. A few episodes ago, I discussed the positioning of Core Web Vitals within a company, where that should sit. I explained how I think it should sit within a development or user experience team. And I'm expecting that many of you are probably in the process of addressing core Web Vitals related items at the moment anyway. Or perhaps, as I discussed a few episodes ago, maybe you're already addressing core Web Vitals items as part of your broader approach to user experience, in which case that's great. 
However, if you're a business that relies on organic search as your primary driver of revenue, and you haven't yet figured out your approach to addressing core web vitals, it's almost certainly going to be an additional cost that you're going to need to consider for 2023. And this will impact your website development costs. So if you're a business, you outsource your website development, you don't have anyone managing that in-house, perhaps you have a retainer or you pay on a project basis, you will need to check and make sure, if you haven't already, how you're going to address Core Web Vitals and whether that can be done under your additional contract or what that is going to cost you via your development agency. Again, I recommend going back a few episodes. I'll link to it in the show notes. I think if you haven't yet framed Core Web Vitals for yourself and where that sits in your company, that's a good episode to revisit. And finally, for me, the most overlooked item every year experimental budget. The freedom, the flexibility that you need in your budget to allow you to explore new platforms, new mediums, new formats. I consider myself a strategy first marketer. And generally, when I go through the process of marketing planning, I always align and encourage our team to align tactics with an overarching strategy. However, one of the most common oversights and pitfalls in being so strategically focused is if you forget to allow room in your strategy for experimentation and creativity. A really good example of this that we've just been discussing more recently in our team is the exploration of TikTok. So if you spend any time looking at the data on TikTok, you'll know that that's where attention is and there's an audience pretty much for every industry on TikTok. But maybe you've struggled with knowing how to invest time or budget in TikTok if all of your time and budget is allocated towards other strategic priorities. That's pretty normal. I've seen that plenty of time over the years where there's just not enough flexibility within budget to explore these new platforms when they start to emerge, to experiment and find new growth opportunities. And I think you need that in a business. I think you need to reserve a little bit of your time. I like to apply the 80-20 rule to this. Um, If 20% feels like too much budget to allocate towards experimentation, can you make 5%, 10% of your marketing budget assigned towards something that's more experimental in nature? It's something I recommend, and not not only for exploring new growth opportunities, But it brings about a level of enthusiasm, creativity, uh, and experimentation to a marketing team as well. Sometimes the intensity of being so strategically focused can impact your creativity, can impact your motivation, can impact your playfulness. And I think experimentation budget, particularly for creative marketers, is needed so that you have a thread of creativity and motivation, always there, always something new to experiment with, uh, somewhere where you can go and gather new ideas and apply ideas that you have already. And we know that TikTok won't be the last platform. Over the next year, there will probably be a new platform or a new format or a new medium that emerges that's completely different to what we've seen already. And it will pay to have a little bit of experimental budget so that you can try and capitalize on first mover advantage. At bare minimum, it shows a commitment to your marketing team, 
perhaps your agency team, that you are willing to experiment. It will get you buy-in and get you a level of motivation and enthusiasm that's going to carry in to other areas of your work. So as I go through our agency planning process for 2023, and as part of that, I go through the budgeting process. These are the three items that are top of mind for me going into next year. The things that I know can't be forgotten. Um, It's very easy to let some of these items go under the radar. So this podcast today is just to say, hey, maybe if you haven't gone through that budgeting process for the calendar year yet, maybe include these items, give these items some consideration. Um, If you don't work by calendar year, uh, you've still got a little bit more time before the financial year starts in April to consider some of these items. And just a quick plug, as always, we're here to help. If you need support in migrating from Universal Analytics to Google Analytics 4, understanding all of the variables involved in that process, feel free to reach out to us. Likewise, um, it's really difficult sometimes to know where to strategically focus your time and budget. So if you need support in marketing strategy and going through that process in knowing where to distribute your budget, reach out to us about that too. I'm also curious to know, is there anything you think I've missed? Anything that you think is going to be important for 2023 that's maybe different to previous years? Let us know by tweeting us at SiteVisibility or emailing me scott.colnut at sitevisibility.com. This has been the Internet Marketing Podcast. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.